uh, so-called review of the new Lord of the Rings thing. I mean, it's kind of a spoiler warning, but mostly, I, I really don't talk about the show itself. I just talk about the wokeness of the show. So that's what's coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. Watching the episode four of the Rings of Power. And it starts in Numenor, which is like Atlantis. It's like an advanced human civilization. You know, not elves, not dwarves. Advanced humans. But, um, whatever. In the story that Tolkien wrote, it gets um, submerged beneath the sea. Everyone dies, I guess. And so it's just... I don't know, I think, I think there's maybe four kind of stories going on that, you know, that have not mixed. I'm sure at the end they'll all come together. But um, I think now we're at, now two of them are a metaphor for racism. The Black Elf story, I think that was the humans that didn't like the elves, or maybe the vice versa, or the orcs, or the blah blah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure who hated who. I'm not sure who was the equivalent of white people and who's the equivalent of black people in that, in the Black Elf story. It's probably the black elf but anyways in this human you know this you know beautiful human civilization so the one elf shows up i talked about how she's just a bitch it's like why are you such a bitch i don't know anyways the writers just made her a mega bitch and then the humans are like the elves are coming to take our jobs you know i mean there's one elf there's one elf like they haven't seen elves in hundreds of years. They're like, the elves are coming to take our jobs. So it's a metaphor for, I guess it's different. This one's a metaphor for racism against immigrants. I guess the other one's about race racism. This one's about immigrant racism. But it's just a stupid straw man argument. A straw man argument, let me look that up. Straw man. An intentionally misrepresented position that is set up because it is easier to defeat than an opponent's real argument. I mean, so in this case, the straw man is a real character. They've they got an actor who's saying the elves are coming to take our jobs, even though there's only one of them. I think the elf doesn't want to stay. The elf hates them all, doesn't want to work at all. Anyways, nothing to do with jobs. But um, maybe it fits in, you know, it just fits into America today, I guess. Anyways, and then some guy comes up and just totally... Oh, okay, sorry. Okay, so there's a guy. Like, the elves are coming to take our jobs. They're... They live forever. They don't need to sleep. I don't know if that's true. Whatever. They don't need to sleep. They can work 24-7. And they live forever. And and then they start... And so, you know, some guy comes up. He's like, you shouldn't say that about the elves. And they're like, elf lover, elf lover, elf lover. Which, I mean... Anyways, I think, you know, in, in your mind, what they want you to... What they want you to think in your mind is inward lover so it's just a crowd that's basically saying i mean i'm not gonna say it but it's a crowd that's saying inward lover inward lover inward lover and then some guy you know some i don't even know who he is some important person comes up and he's like don't be silly we we you know it's just one elf and then the whole crowd is like oh yeah huh it is just one elf (laughs) like why are we getting so upset I just gotta say, fuck, they're ugly. Like, when I watch a show, right, it's actors. And actors are supposed to be good looking. But when you take your actors from Britain, they're just not attractive. They got, like, this girl who's, like, the hottest girl, or supposedly. And then, you know, and then there's a guy, and I guess he's the hottest guy, because he comes up, and they're flirting, and, you know, it's a meet-cute where they don't get along at the beginning. And anyways, 
in an American show, she would not be hot, and neither would he. He'd be, whatever, he'd be like a dweeb. Same thing as British comedy, I don't know. Like, I've, I've watched more than my share of British comedies, and they're just not that funny. So yeah, British comedies are not that funny, and British actors are just not good looking. Australian actors are super good looking. I don't know if anyone's funny besides America, but there's a few countries where they're super hot, but not Britain. Oh, so I'm watching episode four, but anyways, episode three had something I wanted to complain about. So in that one, the orcs um, take like the el a bunch of elves as slaves, and they're you know making them break rocks, got chains on their ankles, stuff like that. And first off, I think they have only white people playing orcs now, which is... Anyways, just something to notice. But in any case, the elves are like superheroes. I mean, an elf, one elf can, you know, can kill, well, I don't know, ten humans, ten orcs, ten anything. I mean, a hundred hobbits. I mean, these elves are like superhuman. So it's just stu stupid to have the scenes like, oh, the orcs, they really got the elves. They got them enslaved, and they're making them break rocks and dig tunnels and, you know, run a pick and a shovel. And, I don't know, that does not last very long. Like, I mean, the TV show has the elves on the bottom half of that situation for maybe two minutes, five minutes. And then the elves just kick all their asses. <laughs> I mean... And I'll say, they don't show how the orcs somehow enslaved the elves. They don't show that part because it would make no sense because the elves would just kick their ass. But anyways, I'm trying to think of what it would be like. You know, it would kind of be like the women enslaved the men. And all of a sudden, sudden the men go, you know what? I just remembered, we're men. And just they kicked all the women's asses. Just, you know, punched them in the face and broke their orbital sockets just one after the other. Or children, you know, enslave the adults. And the adults are like, oh wait, we're adults. And they just started kicking the kids like in the head like they were soccer balls. And then the next scene is a metaphor for white privilege. I don't know, I'm not going to go into the story, but this is interesting. Okay, we're going to start, we're going to go through it. How many minutes we are we? We're 14 minutes in and we did Inward Lovers and now White Privilege. Alright, and then the black elf is going against the orcs, and it turns out the orcs are controlled by an evil white elf. Anyways, I'm watching this alone. There's no one around to hear me talk out loud, doing this podcast, or saying anything else. And so, one of the orcs, a special orc of some sort, is dying, and so the elf comes up and is kind of stroking his head, and I'm like... Either this elf is going to heal this orc, or he's going to kill the orc. And I'm like, he's just going to kill the orc. Anyways, but here's the point. I said it out loud, so... I mean, I don't know. You'll just have to take my word for it. But instead of just thinking it in my own mind, I said out loud, he's going to kill him. And then he did kill him. I mean, this it's so predictable. Like, it would be good writing for a kid's show if... But, you know, it doesn't look like a kid's show. It's all... You know, the orcs are all fangs and you know, kind of wet and slimy, or kind of look like frog people, I don't know. Anyways, it has the writing level of a kid's show, but the special effects of a Lord of the Rings movie. And I didn't say it out loud, but anyways, I t last episode, I talk about this, last episode, right, is the, the evil queen who's played by a black actress, and obviously, I said, they're not going to make her evil, there's just no way that a black actress is going to play someone who's evil, Black people are not given the uh, freedom to play good and evil people. They can only play good people. 
And so, in this episode, so far, she hasn't turned good yet, but you're starting to see hints of it. I mean, I, you know, I thought they'd make her evil for... I guess I was wrong. I thought they'd make her evil for several episodes, but it looks like they don't have the balls to make her evil for more than one, well, two. <laughs> and we'll see. But evil in episode three, good by the end of episode four. All right, back to the humans. So the woman that no one liked is now in charge of all the humans. That was quick. I mean, in no way, shape, or form would a woman be able to be in control of the city of humans or whatever. They're, they're on the run. The city of humans are on the run from the orcs, and now she's in charge of all of them, and they're listening to everything she says, which would never happen in real life. I mean, on the other hand, you know, she's a, she is hot. She's pretty hot. And she also acts like she has more testosterone than the most tea-upped man ever. I mean, she cut off an orc's head previously. I, don't know, I guess there you go. She looks like a smoking hot little girl, or, you know, smoking hot young woman, but uh, she cuts orc's heads off with no business, and so I guess she's in charge now. Like, you know, if it's good writing, it's not that a woman couldn't be in charge of everything, but she would have to, like... She'd have to be smarter. She'd have to she'd have to use her brains more. Yeah, I guess yeah. I guess in real life, a woman to be in charge, she would have to use her brains in some way, shape, or form. I mean, I'm not the writer of this show. You'd have to come up with something. But in this show, they don't have time to write anything that's good. And so she just cuts an orc's head's head off. And it's like, oh, well, this woman's in charge now. And I don't think I mentioned, but the orcs can't go out in the sun, or sometimes they can. It depends on the story. Or, you know. If it's convenient for them to go out in the sun, then they can go out in the sun just fine. But if it's, you know, if someone, you know, if a hero's going to die, then all of a sudden the, the, the sunlight hits the orcs and they start burning like they're vampires or something. So, I don't know. It's pretty stupid. The, the orcs, they seem to be about as strong as men. I mean, a woman can kill the shit out of them. <laughs> but anyways... Other than that, they're about as strong as a man who can't go out in the sun, so they're really quite weak. I mean, I don't know, they're not not a very good villain. It's like the bad guys are an army of teen girls, like, be very afraid. And I mentioned last time, but I like the black lady dwarf. She's good. The dwarfs in general are good. I mean, they're doing something that's going to lead to, you know, forging the rings of power, so that's, I mean, that's that's something to look forward to. I mean, I think it's actually a gay elf who forges them, but anyways, the, el the dwarfs are involved, so that part of it is good. And the gay elves, blah. Well, so, 44 minutes into the episode, you find out the black actress queen, she's not evil, she's just been doing it for all the right reasons the whole time, you know, maybe misguided, obviously. Alright, getting towards the end here, the black elk elf defeats... I don't know, a hundred, a thousand orcs kind of by himself because the sun comes out. But it makes no sense because previously the orcs are like, you know, they got like cloaks on or something. They're covered in animal skins and so they can go out in the sun. So it just, basically, depending on how they want the story to go, basically, if they want the orcs to be on the offensive, then they just kind of huddle in their cloaks and head, for, head out into the sun and go kill whoever. But if they want the orcs to be defeated, then all of a sudden, what? Your, cloak's do your cloak doesn't do anything. Your hat, whatever, doesn't do anything. you got to go, oh my god, it's the sun, and retreat. 
All right, so I'm watching this show. I'm alone, but I got my little dog. But I'm going to re... You know, anyways, I'm talking to myself beyond talking on this podcast. And so I'm just... I'm going to recreate um, what I did that startled my little dog. What I did was I said, They were just in the sun, you fucking fucks. And I haven't heard anyone talk about this, but like the dwarves... I mean, you know, they try and do, like, different perspective and camera angles so that, I mean, they're basically just normal-sized actors, but they look small compared to the other people or whatever. But the one thing that they do with the dwarves in particular, I mean, they got long hair and messy hair and wearing cloaks and stuff, but um, they all have, like, big prosthetic, you know, noses. Basically, you know, special effects. They got giant special effects noses, and I don't... Hear anyone talking about that being... Because normally if you say, you know... Anyways, normally that's racist against Jews. To say that someone has a big nose or whatever is racist against Jews. And so I, it's not entirely clear to me how having a bunch of dwarves with giant noses um, passes that identity politics test. I mean, first off, no one gives a shit about Jews. Don't speak bad about, you know, blacks and Hispanics, but fuck Asians and fuck Jews, but uh, I, I don't think people have realized quite yet that that's, whatever, you can't have be having giant noses, you can't have a whole bunch of people with giant noses, especially who are digging up gold, I mean, I don't know, so did a little more research on The Woman King, that movie where the slavers are made out to be anti-slavery people in Africa back in the 1800s, anyways, the story for it was written by Maria Bello, she's a famous actress. You know, I don't know if you have to look. You probably have to look her up and see her face. Be like, oh, yeah, I've seen her. Anyway, she was like in Coyote Ugly, A History of Violence, The Cooler, Payback with Mel Gibson, Prisoners with Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman. Anyways, basically, she's maybe the top blonde female star in from like 2000 to 2010. And I didn't know, but apparently she's a lesbian and she likes to live half half the time in Africa. And so she wrote a story about Africa, and that's how this movie got started. I don't know. And then it's like, you know, story by, and then screenplay by. Anyway, some other blonde white woman wrote it. So it's it's two blonde white women who <laughs> decided to say that the most slave-owning, you know, most in favor of slavery, most opposed to the British ending slavery, black slavers are the heroes. So that's that's kind of cool. I like that. Karen's, basically Karen's. Twitter handle at anti woke podcast and thanks for listening.